You're listening to a previously recorded episode of The Ninja Starship. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 74 of the Ninja Starship podcast. I am your host, Jimmy McKnight. Joining me, as always, the lovable, huggable Mr. Will Blattman. How's it going, guys? Also, the hottest real estate agent in Detroit. His homes are nice, nice, baby. And also our resident Uber driver, Mr. Norm Larkins. The one and only. What the up, one and Shippers? only. <laughs> uh, so announcements this week, guys. Uh, this Thursday, December 8th, we are joining IT and the D for a toy drive at Falling Down Beer Company. The cool thing about this is, you know, you show up, you have some drinks, you donate some cash, and you make some kids have a way better Christmas who normally wouldn't. So, you know, spread the cheer, don't be a cheap piece of shit, and come to the fucking Falling Down Beer Company and make some kids Christmas absolutely awesome. That's right. And I know I plugged this on the last couple of shows, but I'm excited because Legion the Podcast is happening. We will be launching Legion the Podcast starting, uh, what, February? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, starting in February, uh, we are going to be covering the FX show Legion, and this is only eight episodes? That's eight episodes? Saying, yeah, yeah, eight episodes. So, uh, like I said, we're very looking forward to this. This is going to be a hell of a show. Uh, it's going to be myself, Will Blattman, and Brian from Pop Culture Leftovers. Sure, Norm will call in. And Norm will call in. We're yeah. going to have some guests sometimes, I'm sure, just to spice <laughs> things up and make it more fun. Uh, also, in announcements, I want the, everybody to know, all of our listeners, that we have launched the Ninja Starship Academy. Yeah, it's so official. It's so yeah. official. Well, absolutely. Well, I, got I mean, we're going to have ranks. Like, we already have Starship Troopers, so if you, like, if you join, you're already a Starship yep. Trooper. And then, you know, we're going to do giveaways and stuff like that, but it is the official social club for listeners, friends, and past guests that they can post topics that they think might be interesting for the show. Also, you know, you guys can make some friends, promote your own prize. Projects like past guests we have on the show, feel free to promote your own projects. That way, it gives us a, an interactive platform for our listeners to us. You know, we can talk directly to you from there. Also, you're going to get first exclusive looks at the show flyers. And like I said before, we're going to be doing some giveaways and trivia contests just to make it more fun and go from there. In this episode, dude, we have so much to fucking oh my cover God. in this episode. <laughs> so much news happening. So much news. We went from, like, scraping by over the holiday to, like, just getting fucking cummed all over the face <laughs> yes. with news. Yes. In this episode, we are going to discuss the Fuck DC me. crossover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be discover- uh, discovering? Discussing yeah. the DC crossover from Supergirl to Legends of Tomorrow. Also, WWE's TLC 2016 is happening tonight. You can hear our predictions it's the pretty much the unofficial pre-show of tlc pretty much pretty much well it is uh plus studies prove that pizza could help you lose weight baby metal is touring. that for years <laughs> <laughs> baby metal is touring in japan with guns and roses and the power ranger comic has done something shocking Ooh. and new to the entire ranger universe all that and more when we come back on episode 74 of the ninja starship podcast Ah! Okay, I think I have this. Uh, Oliver? Green Arrow. Dig? Spartan. Thea? Speedy. Okay. And Sarah? White Canary. Jax? And Professor Stein? Firestorm. Uh, Ray? Palmer. Uh, the Atom? And Mick? Hmm? Oh, Heatwave. Uh, and... Iris, Kaylin, and Felicity. Woo! Yes! 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 
What's up, Ranger fans? This is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger. Hey, this is Eugene Clark from Georgia Romero's Land of the Dead. Hey, this is Jason Font from Power Rangers Time Force. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man. And this is Ming Chen, also from AMC's Comic Book Man. You are listening... And you're listening to... The Ninja Starship Podcast with Jimmy McKnight. A favorite podcast. It has begun! Oh, yeah! I am awesome! You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole is. Hey man, I've got a UFO! I really was, man! Hey, your cousin and I, man, he had a bag full of dope, man. We met all these chicks, went to a massage park, and we went on a spaceship. We're in a weed field, man. We got sucked up by the Spaceship, man. It's so full of blood and tits. Like, what more could you want from a low-budget horror movie? It rules. Well, it eliminates all the other things you don't like, like story. <laughs> so... Oh, I hate to break it to you, losers, but Han Solo's a bitch. That are alive, you are coming with me. Yeah, I mean, they call me the genetic jackpot for a reason. Right. Not just because of the athleticism, the big muscles, the cool hair, the good looks. <laughs> I'm also a really, really smart guy. So, you know, always have a plan. The total package it's your boy Kel Mitchell, and you're listening to the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight. Come on, get on the Starship. It's going down. Yo, McKnight, let's get it. Yeah. You, no, seriously, I, I do not have a 10-inch penis. No, I do not. Seriously. You were discussing Hulk Hogan's penis. All right. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you? In your face. (laughs) Guys, uh, this week we have to announce a passing of someone who was uh, importantly unimportant to us. An icon Uh, from our childhood. An icon from our childhood. Um, And I don't mean to say she was unimportant. Of course she was important because without her, believe it or not, without her, especially in these next two movies I'm about to announce, they would not have been as good as they were because she was in it. Yes, Yes, yes. They would not have been that good without her. Uh, 88 years old, Alice Drummond passed away. You will know her as the librarian from the OG Ghostbusters movie, not that rehashed piece of fucking oh, shit with Melissa she's McCarthy. Like, she, she's like basically the opening of that movie. She's the she opening is. of the she movie. Is. She's the librarian yep. that gets freaked out because of the ghost in the basement where he's like, get her! That that's, ghost, she's the one that freaks her that's out. That's like one of the most iconic scenes in cinema. Absolutely. Just, uh, the whole and her walk. She started it. Started it. Yeah. That was her. Also, uh, Ace Ventura, she played Ray Finkel's mom. <laughs> Do you guys yeah. remember her? Laces out. Oh, the yeah. crazy mother. Yeah. yeah. Where he's like, the husband's like, the lights are on, but no one's home. <laughs> yeah. I think we have a uh, we have a small clip uh, of Alice Drummond from Ace Ventura yeah. and Ray Finkel's house. Let's see. Right? Yeah, it kind of does. Hi, I'm looking for Ray Finkel and the clean pair of shorts. What do you know about Ray Finkel? This is great. 
Soccer-style kicker, graduated from Collier High, June 1976, Stetson University Honors, graduate, class of 1980. Holds two NCAA Division I records, one for most points in a season, one for distance. Former nickname, The Mule, the first and only pro athlete ever to come out of Collier County and one <laughs> hell of a model American. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jim Carrey at his finest. Jim Carrey at his finest. I did have her pulled up, but I literally just exited out of it. But anyway, she's the old lady that comes up and she's like, oh, I made little football, you know, cookies. Laces out. Blah, blah, blah. That's her. So our thoughts and prayers are with her family, of course. Uh, Here's to a shot. Here's to Alice Drummond. Alice Drummond. 88 years old. Thank you for what you've done. Shot of fireball. Here we go. Ah, that was good. One for me and one for my homies. <laughs> also, uh, we have one more death. This one, this Jeez, one hits home. In 2016, this man. I know 2016. We lost, deck. we lost so many people, so many extremely iconic roles in media and <laughs> movies and film. Uh, people that 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 were just absolute staples in our in mm-hmm. our childhood. And here's another person. Uh, that we have to add to that list. The inventor of General Sow Chicken oh, oh, oh. has passed away at the age of 98. That is my go-to Chinese food order. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he dies in Taipei and is the, yes, this is the guy that created General Sow Chicken. Chef Pang Chang Kui, I guess, is his name. Pang Chang Kui. Pang. I like that. Pang Chang Kui. You should have called it that. That's what you should have called it. Pang Chang Kui Chicken. Yeah, right? Pang Chang Kui. Wow. So, anyway, yes. Uh, died at 98 years old from pneumonia. Damn. That's one tough guy. That is, 98, 98 years old, still yeah. making chicken like a boss. Yeah. Yes. He's like, I am a living fucking legend. Like, comic book have Stan Lee, Chinese food has fucking Hong Kong fooey. I'm sorry, Chang, Peng Chang Kui. <laughs> you know what? Americans don't live that long. Like, Chinese people live way longer. Right? Well, Do they, they don't, like, yeah. Oh, they yeah, don't really look what they eat. They eat health shit. Right. Yeah. And they eat a lot less. They don't have, like, like mm, major portions like we give do. Give me pizza. Give, give me, me a bottle. Pizza. I want Taco Bell. Hey, pizza's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into news. And that was the fucking news. So this week in the fucking news, the first promo for CW's Riverdale features a brooding and sexy Archie. Uh, I'm not a big Archie fan. I was never a big Archie fan. I never I used to be. You used to be? Yeah. I, used I to never picked up an Archie comic. I was like, this guy looks like a Archie fucking sexy. dork. Yeah. How do you make Archie make dark. sexy? Well, it's not a dark either. comic. They relaunched Archie like a year ago, and they made him much more hipper and much, little, yeah, a little sexier. Like it was, it's good. It's um, um after they killed Jughead, off, Archie's one of those bastards. like nerds. When it comes to Archie's comics, nerd. Archie's one of those standards. He's been around forever. You yeah. know. He's in the grocery store. Yeah. Well, instead instead of being, you know, the, what it was, where it was the completely innocent stuff, like you're saying, Will, uh, this will be a serious, broody drama that will follow Archie Andrews and other well-known characters from the comics like Betty, 
Veronica, really? and Jughead mm-hmm. as they begin sophomore year of high school while dealing with a Veronica Mars slash Twin Peaks style murder mystery. Love Veronica If Marley. they fucking bring Predator into this shit, like the Archieverse <laughs> Predator, then I am totally in. But until then, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it, we'll give, obviously we're going to fucking review it, so we yeah. got to watch yeah. it. Be and it's a CW show. It's yeah. CW. So, um, dude, they're fucking killing it right now. Mm-hmm. CW just said, like, dude, I will put the CW shows up against any other fucking network out there. Give me yeah. your HBOs. Give me your Showtimes. Yeah. Give me your, uh, like, Everybody. AMCs. Shut it down. Dude, CW is killing it Shut with the shows. Down. And they're fucking family friendly, too, man. It's like, you can pretty much yeah. watch every show with everybody in your family and not have to worry about too much shit going on. The awkward, the the awkward sex scenes every yeah. three yeah, scenes. Yeah, you might have to explain <laughs> some shit, but other than that, you're good to go. It, it's not you like, know, that's part like of Netflix, life. Though. Them little it's fuckers a... are going to have to learn one way or the other. Daddy, why is that girl kissing that girl? Well, well, you see. You'll understand later on. Yes. You watch any show on HBO, and within the first five minutes, boobs out. Right. Get bent over a table. Tits in the ass everywhere. Wang. Thank you, HBO. I appreciate that. That fucking suck. Wiener, wiener, wiener. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Also, this week, guys, not this week, but in issue nine, this Power Ranger comic from Boom Studios. If you guys haven't been following along with this, if you're a Power Ranger fan, you are missing out seriously because this comic is just kicking fucking ass every single issue. It is written so well to where even I mean, if you're a Power Ranger fan, you are going to absolutely love this. But even if you like weren't into them or maybe it was just past your time, maybe you're a little too old at, to, for the phenomenon that happened in the mid-90s, this comic is definitely your way in. It's really, really, really good. And they have done something that... Fans have fantasized about in their own minds for years and years. Crosses between white and green ranger. You see the cosplays <laughs> out there. Well, guess what? Boom Studios has now created, which looks like a cross between a white ranger, a green ranger, and black dino ranger. This is a seventh ranger who works for Rita, has his own zord and everything, and... Actually, all of the Rangers now, I'm, I don't want to give away too much of the story because I want you motherfuckers to go read this, <laughs> but all of the Rangers right now are Green Rangers. Every one of them. The pink, yellow, fucking blue, black. Everybody is a Green Ranger right now because they've all borrowed Tommy's powers because you need to go read the book. That's why. It's so, uh, dude. So, so this one in a completely different direction than I thought you was going. I really thought you were going to drop like the... Kimberly's pregnant. It's Tommy's kid. <laughs> no, this ain't MTV's version of fucking the Power Ranger comic. It would have to be Jason's kid while she was with Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're that, talking. There we go. That, 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 that be... makes it good. Absolutely. Uh, Baby Metal is touring Japan with Guns and Roses. Will, you're a big Baby Metal fan. Yeah. I am too, actually, because it's like it sounds like... Anime. It, it's anime. Like, yeah, it sounds like anime metal. metal. Sounds like it, yeah. anime theme songs. That's I mean, there's I sometimes where I'm like, "What the fuck am I listening to?" <laughs> you know, because they like they sound so young in certain yeah. parts, and it's like, "Where they were young when they well, first that's what I mean." The though they are, yeah. they are, they're really young. But there's some parts where I'm like, "I am not a teenage girl. This is teenage girl music." <laughs> but then, like the next part of the song, will just be like, "Bro, heavy, and heavy as fuck." And I'm yeah. like, "Yes, this is awesome." For people who don't know, Baby Metal is a, is a metal band out of Japan. It's literally like the band itself is like a hardcore heavy metal band, but it's these four, it's either three or four 
It's three. It's, it's three, three it's, girls. It's three girls, and they sing kind of like pop style. With like, like a like metal J-pop. band behind them. And from band, what I understand, yeah. there's like a few members of Dragon Force that are in they're their backup. They're yeah, in like, the band behind like, them. Like, like, the, the band, the people who play the instruments are like legit. Oh, they're hardcore. legit as yeah. fuck, yeah. They're fucking hot looking. They're young as shit, and I feel bad for saying that. I, I just thought, <laughs> well, I've been, it's you know, it's are they over 18? Yeah, a friend of mine told me. Yeah, they that's just, the thing. I don't know if they're A friend of mine told me that they are all officially over 18 now. Now? Now. now. Okay, the band first formed. One was 16, one was 18, and yeah. I think one was 15 or something like that. But Japan, yeah. stop making it so hard for us. <laughs> and stop making Norm feel like a creeper. I mean, I bought, I think I See when I find it when I find someone new to listen to, I I really to enjoy them. I and see if I really fully like them. I'll pretty much if they got two albums out, I'll buy both albums and I completely immerse myself in what they're doing. Like I don't listen to anything for at least a whole day of nothing but their songs to find out if I really like them mm-hmm. or not. If they'll grow on me, you know, maybe two days, but. After about two, three days of listening to nothing, I figure out if I like you or not. Right. If I can keep listening to yeah. you, I really like you. Exactly. If not, then you're just okay. Yeah, I'm the same right. way. You know, but with baby metal, like I listened to them for about two days. I liked over half of what they did. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them like I, I do like them. I, I I'll go see them live, but I'm not like baby metal. Oh my god! Sample of their song. Is so this true? Know. They were playable characters in Super Mario Maker. There's what? Probably. It says they were playable characters in Super Mario Maker. Yeah, like, baby metal. Well, they, like, they did, their new song, I think it's called like Punch or something, or Crumb Food or something, was the theme song for, for NXT Takeover that, that long that's ago. That's fucking awesome. No shit. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. This song, this is called Karate. Yeah, this is the one that was the NXT theme song. This one? Yeah. Shit. I love the chorus in this one. That's a dark. sweet. Drop that shit. Damn. Dude, they're all in like these fucking. Ghost looking robes that are white with like yeah. uh, this whole song is about the like, skull. Their skull faces with diamonds all over them. They look sweet. This whole song is about like fighting. It's all well. It's called karate. Yeah. He's playing a Randy Rhodes shark fin Jackson guitar. Dude, I mean, this is three little Japanese girls. Wait till they start this singing. is fucking hard as fuck. I would run on a treadmill to this if I wasn't so fucking lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like Sweet little video. Alright, and this is where you hear like the, the girls. You see what I mean? Yeah. That sounds like an awesome intro to an awesome anime. anime. Yeah. Oh my god. The yeah. new DBZ series. Oh, the yeah. new Bleach series. Like, come on. Like, what? <laughs> I don't care, dude. That's fucking dope. What are I they love, saying? I love this song. They're singing in Japanese. Yeah, but what are they saying? They, they're saying. <laughs> this sounds awesome. You don't speak Japanese? Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, you gotta watch no. It's clear as day. <laughs> it's it's clear as day they're speaking Japanese. You guys are I saying, have no idea. Watch saying, you know what? Listen to the Starship. Listen to the Starship. <laughs> <laughs> the Ninja Starship podcast is the best. So yeah. <laughs> I think us as Americans, as much anime as we all bring in, that we would understand it 100% by now. 
Oh, we no. always have no to like you should. That's why I asked enough. you guys we to translate every single cartoon, yeah. every single song. Like you would think we know. You know, the best part though too is if you go to <laughs> any. Don't even out of stone. You go to any uh, <laughs> go to any college campus. Go to their Japanese class and and ask everyone why they're doing Japanese. Ninety percent of people will say, "Cause I watch anime." I watch anime. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're Ooh. not going to bury the lead any longer. We are going to dive it. into this DC crossover that Let's just do it. Starting from Supergirl all the way to Legend of Tomorrow when we come back on the Ninja Starship. In your face! I feel like, you like Jimmy McKnight. McKnight. Like Jimmy <laughs> McKnight. Oh, good God almighty me. I think he's the Antichrist. Robert Gonzalez. DC crossover, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow. So hard. We finally got to see a crossover with every single show. We're going to start with Supergirl. This was not a fucking crossover episode. Not Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. As a fantastic episode as it was, not a fucking nope. crossover episode. We can't I'm even sorry. give you the thirty seconds because you played it. You in played flash, it in the flash, matches. which then totally uh. made the whole crossover part in Supergirl completely irrelevant Boom. because you played it Pointless. in the fucking flash. Yes. So not, it is not a crossover episode. You wasted an it was hour. Their winter finale, and they wanted people to watch it. So yeah, hey, yeah. let's call it, it a crossover. Hey, it, it was just exactly it was just the way you tune in. Yeah. Well, we need you to tune in because it's our winter finale. Well, and they had to kind of (laughs) navigate too. Dude, Arrow's 100 episode was right in the middle of this shit, and nobody really cared. It was all about the crossover. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know it was 100. They did have a, I mean, Supergirl does take place for the CW crossover. Shot. You motherfuckers. Thank you, CW. My shot is Cheers in the Flash. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We open up with Supergirl cooking a turkey with her eyeballs. Je- uh, <laughs> That's pretty cool. That was I pretty dope. That. Jimmy has like a huge notepad of notes, just these hand scribbles. Yes, hand scribbles. <laughs> my life would be easier if I could just cook food like with my eyes than I would actually cook. Right? She, uh, well, it, it really impressed her mom. Her mom's like, I wouldn't, I am never getting tired of you doing that, which means like she doesn't have no power, so she's cooking it the Martha Stewart hard way. I mean, how do you really, you know, that kind of that kind of takes away the meaning of the she Thanksgiving dinner because you can't say, oh, all the hard work for this meal and blah blah. She fucking easy baked it with her eyeballs she for a couple seconds. They did the little gag in season one. It's still it sweet. Like, I'm just giving you're, shit. You're cooking like a quarter of the day. Everyone eats exactly. for 20 yep. minutes and uh, I'm full and you're like, oh, why'd I do this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very fucking here. <laughs> uh, Jimmy and Wynn are still struggling with telling Kara that Jimmy is the guardian. I want to tell her. No, um, I want to tell her. I could really give a... F- I, I, out of here. Yeah, I could care less, dude. The guardian sucks. That whole story arc dude. sucks. Everything about it they fucked sucks. That up. They fucked that up. Uh, we have a, a Monel and Cara Danvers relationship budding. Um, this is definitely something that's going to happen. Will it last? I don't know. But it's fun to watch and fun to see. And 
you know, she's gonna have to get fucked by somebody that's decent. She I mean, you can't to. just bang an Earthling. It's no, not gonna. It's, it's not, not gonna, gonna do it. As much way. as yeah. she wanted Jimmy Olsen, and you know, as it's different as as hot as as you know, Makad Brooks is, and <laughs> and all of his uh, all of his beautiful glory of symmetrical muscleness. It's different for Clark. He doesn't have. You know, Lois has. Does she doesn't have to do much? You know, what are you right? About? Whoever's right. gonna bang super. Listen, it's so easy though for a guy. for him to break her. It is super girl. Needs a super fucking so she can have she super does. orgasms. Yeah. Off. And yeah. the only one that's going to be able to fucking super speed her is Monel. That's power. it. Yes. So it only makes sense. Go Monel. Get I'm, it, Kara. Kara. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, that was one thing I liked about the show. Alex Danvers <laughs> is trashed and about to completely embarrass oh, herself shit. at the dinner table. And then, boom, we get a breach. This is Boom. like, oh, hey, guys, it's about to be a crossover episode. You're here. You're about to see a crossover episode. But close is not. And then it closes and <laughs> nothing happens. Um, I'm not going to go play by play. The basic things, we got Cyborg Superman who goes into the alien bar, which I love the fucking alien bar. The alien bar is I super dope. I love the dope. alien bar. I'm not feeling Cyborg Superman. Cyborg Superman is a you're fucking not, hater. You're not fucking Superman, this guy goes dude. in here, places a little bomb. Uh, spoilers, by the way, if you haven't seen it. This is a completely full... Full of spoilers. spoilers. Fucking yeah. recap. Turn it off now. Here um, you go. Turn it off. C- Cyborg Superman goes into this bar, uh, installs this new tech fucking smoke bomb underneath the thing, and kills every single alien in the bar, yep. leaving all humans safe. It targeted only aliens. No one has seen anything like this before. Yep. Uh, so now they have to go figure it out and find out what the fuck is happening right. with this. Mm-hmm. Kara does some searching and finds out that her father made this virus to protect Kryptonian lives. Birth father. Birth father, uh-huh. yes. To protect Kryptonian lives because they were afraid of like, oh, what if somebody came and attacked, you know, and we were outnumbered and couldn't do nothing. We could set this off and it would kill every single other alien except Kryptonians. And that was my question. Is it going to kill everybody except for Kryptonians? So she was okay. If she would have walked in the bar, it would have been all good, right? Right. Well, yes, it would have It would have been gotcha. okay for her, but it killed everybody else. That's yep. why Monel, because he share, as a Daxum shares similar DNA to a Kryptonian, but it was late. so he, and it hit him mm-hmm. late, but he was okay. Yep. But it still, it would have killed him. They even said that if we exactly. don't find a cure, this shit is going to win. He's going to die. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, kudos to Manel though, because if he didn't follow Cyborg Superman out of that bar to fight this motherfucker, which was a pretty dope fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know he's going to lose. Like yeah. he's a Daxum. Yeah, he doesn't have Kryptonian you're not DNA. Like us, buddy. Yeah, you ain't like us. You're close, <laughs> but you ain't. It's like right. it's like. Kmart, no, I tell you what it is. It's like it's like off-brand Oreos and Oreos. Like Oreos are good as fuck. Off-brand Oreos shit. almost look like us, but you taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they fight. Uh, Monel loses, and then it continues with the story where you find out that mm-hmm. he's sick and he's in. You know, he's gonna die. Lena Luther, we get to see a little bit more as this character develops of why she absolutely hates her mother. I like this part. Yeah. Tell me why. I like that she fed into the character of being a Luther. Because mm-hmm. we always expect Luthers are going to go bad. That's what they do. Smallville, Superman, anything that has to do with Luther. You mean Luthers, you think she is. Exactly. Right. You think you're going to go bad. Regardless, it yeah. doesn't matter. That's what you do. 
But she pulled the wool over my eyes. Like, totally. I thought she was. I thought, I thought she it was, was a wrap, dude. That she, cutting scene oh right God. there. I mean, with the immense amount of spread level cheese that it was, <laughs> when she's like, "I didn't know you believed in the cause," and then it shows my gorgeous wife, future wife Lena Luther, saying that she goes, "No," she's like, "Well, maybe it's time you got to learn your daughter or got to know your daughter a little better." And then end scene. I was like, "That was so fucking cheesy," but I love it. I love it. I well, she's sexy. It. it doesn't oh really matter God. what. She does. Yeah, that was just like, she? damn. She's yeah. like the hot no, girl. No, when, when on the she show. first showed up, she when is. Lena Luther first showed up, I was yeah. like, Lena Luther, hot as fuck. Some of the lighter moments of this episode, I really thought it was great when uh, you know, uh Kara is talking to Monel behind and they're they're playing I what they're the fucking game Mon- they're playing. Monopoly, right? Was it Monopoly? Yeah, yeah they're playing what? Monopoly or something. And uh you know, she she's like, you don't like me, like me, and he's not familiar with our terminology, so she basically has he to like what the say it, cut saying. and draw. Oh, she was just feeding it out. She, she straight up goes, she goes, do you want to mate with exactly. me? Exactly. And he's like, <laughs> he just big Laughs. old cheesy Laughs. smile, of course, you know. Uh, yeah. And then uh, before you can say anything, out. like they kind of <laughs> laugh about it for a minute, and then fucking homeboy gets fucked up. Yeah. Um. He would have made it her brains out. <laughs> I did. Li- I did. Uh, <laughs> another another high point of this episode for it. me was the cyborg Superman Supergirl fight inside Elcorp. The only thing that kind of um, stuck out to me though was when cyborg Superman grabs Supergirl, picks her up, and throws her into the Elcorp. Uh, uh, fucking statue that's in the middle of the lobby, mm-hmm. yep, and instead over. of it just blowing up into a million pieces it fucking fell over (laughs) so that he could pick up a piece then and throw it at (laughs) Lena Luthor which then Supergirl stops and it breaks into a million pieces so it's like wait a minute here it busted into a million pieces there but just fell over here like that's that's comic book science for you I'm I'm in I don't really care I just thought it was funny because I was was like wait a minute it was weakened from the previous fall and so when she stepped in her Kryptonian body was just so much stronger (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, You know, and I I really think the the turning point, too, for um, Lena Luthor to for the final decision that we saw was when she does save or Supergirl does save Lena Luthor. Um, You know, she meets up with her later on and tells her that her mother is in charge of that fucking Cadmus group and that, you know, oh, this she's the devil incarnate, blah, 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 blah. She tells her to be her own hero. You're not your mother. We can tell that Mm -hmm. you're going to be good and she kind of gives her that pep talk Lena Luther is fucking just distraught by this news and blamed it on her blamed it on Supergirl like came after Supergirl and like how many times has your cousin wore that self-righteous fucking outfit exactly. and came after Lex and so on and so forth and when I saw that I got pissed off I'm like please let's not do this right. let's not do this and they surprised me at the end so I give them that but I thought that's the route they were going is mm-hmm. oh you're gonna play that route like, like your cousin like fuck you like get out of here you know we're not the bad guys here. You guys are. And right. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Don't do that. Right. Um, another fucking, I mean, it, because it's the winter finale, they had to kind of close these yeah, story arcs. Yeah. Uh, the whole John Jones becoming a white Martian storyline oh, came weak. to an end. Uh, I I wanted to see that. I, I wanted to see him. Be, like he does, you do closer, see him, no, but he, he only the hand that was no, it. no, no. He fully at the end. Did Remember, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he he come, yeah, at the yep, end yep, and yep, scares yep, the yep. shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you see him as the full white Martian, but I would have liked to see that more. I would have liked to see this instead of just being 
oh, you're fixed. It's okay. Yep, I would have liked to problem. see him struggle to become back to you know, a he, green Martian yep. from mm-hmm. the white Martian, not just, oh, this thing dispersed in the air. We figured it out. John's cured. You know that that didn't that didn't sit right with me. No. Um, anyway, we have we have a lot more to talk about. So just so at the know, end of this that episode, wasn't a crossover. That was yeah, just the this Supergirl is just the winter, winter finale. finale. <laughs> uh, Barry and Barry and Cisco show up at the end of this, and oh. it is th- this is where you get your crossover big crossover moment that you now have to wait till tomorrow for it to show up. Yeah, five seconds. Yeah, just a couple seconds. Yeah, I do feel like the part of the reason they did this though is that. Supergirl is set in a different universe than the rest of the era. That was something that was so, answered so, too. So it was kind of like, all right, we can't have lame. since the heroes, the, you know, the aliens are, aren't affecting this universe; they're affecting the other dimension or whatever. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes sense that ninety-eight percent of the show was a normal Supergirl show. I mean, yeah, dude, it yeah, was it was fine. great. I can't say that it wasn't great. At least in my opinion, I thought it was great. I was just hoping for more. And the reason I bitched is because they hyped hyped it up up so much much. to be a Supergirl crossover. crossover. And it really wasn't. But we did get some things answered because now. The crossover event. That wasn't part of the event. Like, don't fucking jive us, dude. Do not fucking jive us. Like, we know what three episodes is compared to four episodes. Yeah. It's fine that you wanted to lead into it. Say that. Say Mm -hmm. it was a three episode or a three night crossover with a lead in. Don't fucking hit us with the Fortnite yeah. event. See, we all got our popcorn and our oh, fucking yeah, anal lube ready. Was, and then it was just, go. you know, <laughs> we're ready to party. And then nothing. I was trying to get off, but it didn't work. Uh, I do I do like that, you know, some things were answered because we all were wondering, are they going to be on the same universe now that she's on the CW? Yeah, even though they've basically been said. telling us since she's on the CW that she's not, fucking nothing was bullshit. ever confirmed. Now that we saw the bullshit. breach, we see, and I kind of like it. She's on Earth 38. I want her to be with everybody else. I honestly she is, thought though. that they were all in the same universe just taking care of different cities and no, different areas of the globe. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. But here's the bugaboo universe. because then we find, and fl- jumping real quick forward to Flash, here's the part where they might have fucked up. Uh-oh. She knew who the Dominators were. Which Remember? means there were Dominators in her mean, universe. It doesn't mean they fucked up. It just means there were Dominators in okay, her but universe. But that rose to my brows because she's like, oh, I, they're called Dominators. They came to my planet before I was yeah, born. How do you guys have blah, the same blah, name blah, blah, blah. Have, You're yeah, saying you yeah, have the yeah. same people in your universe with the same fucking agenda that are coming here. Ah, uh, that's that's a little. It's tough. That's yeah, a little yeah, tough. That's tough. kind it's of a, a reach. Tough to swallow. Yeah, yeah. but it is what it is. You gotta uh, spit that one out. Okay, so anyway, starting the flash, we open up with Wally West. His powers are increasing. This oh. motherfucker is Mach three, running around the Bad track, ass. kicking ass. And Iris West, Joe West, they want to hold this guy back, and I this totally shit got disagree. So weak, so quick. that was weak oh as fuck. God. She's they like, I don't want this. him to know. It's like it's like telling the kid, oh. You're you're fast as fuck. Don't go play football. You might hurt yourself. Exactly. But the problem is they just did this with Jesse Quake. You just did this episode. Yeah, and you like, didn't learn. Why are we doing it again? No shit. And Dude. he's gonna figure it out anyway. Um, and like we found, he got he he gets HR to train his ass after he's what did he say to him? It made me laugh because he wasn't expecting him to say no. He was like, nah. Yeah, I'm nah. Like, Dude, what the fuck? That was great. That was so awesome. That that made me like. HR. I love HR. I really do. I I love how he's completely useless but useful at the same time. When he's like, uh, 
He's like, yeah, they're not here friendly. And he's like, yeah, you're right. They're totally aggressive. Like, he just says the same shit that you annoying, just said but in a different yeah, way yeah. to be relevant in the team. You know what, though? With his little voice recording stuff, like, I don't trust his ass. Oh, so. yeah, with like brother-sister yeah. crime-fighting yeah. duo. Yeah, I'm like, I just don't trust you. What do you got going on over there? And you just act stupid, but you're not, is what I really think is going on. I think but that's stupid, just me. But we'll he see. He kind of yeah. plays into it to get oh, what he needs. We'll to. see. My he daughter is, is like, he just repeats everything that everybody else says. It. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what he does, but it's great. So then we all of a sudden, we get a, a warning flash, and everybody thinks that we're getting hit by a meteor. They're like, oh, shit, it's coming to Central City. Fucking Flash right. takes yep. off and hauls Lost ass and finds out. acting like an asshole. It is, a, yes, and we Fox. find out that it is yeah, a crash-landed spaceship Boom. from the Dominator mothership. Guys, aliens! And he says, aliens. <laughs> he goes up to touch the ship. Fucking kaboom! Gets blown back by this force field. The Dominators, we get our first uh, picks of the Dominators. The Dominators just emerge from this ship. There's at least 30 of these motherfuckers hauling ass from this ship, and they just run right over Barry. They don't, they're not even concerned about Barry. I got a question. Because you posted Which, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You posted a picture of the comic. Does it fly? Like, do the aliens, do they tie into the comic? Like, I was so excited when you posted that picture because you got it before I did. I was like, oh. I got it right here. Timmy got the comic. <laughs> I got it right here. Book one of Invasion. I ordered two of these because I, the, I got one by itself, and uh-huh. then I ordered one, two, and three from another Amazon person. Amazon is on eBay. point with eBay. this right eBay. now. eBay. Oh. Yeah. Check it out, that though. I haven't read beautiful. it, though. All I did is open it up and smell it. <laughs> As one that does with a new comic. <laughs> no, it is, dude. It's an old comic. That's they smell do. fucking great, man. So, um, they, but they, okay, now knowing what we know, though, that they wanted Barry, and just jumping forward, knowing that they wanted Barry, okay. I'm sorry, I just smelled it. <laughs> oh, that's not good. So just knowing that the, that the Dominators <laughs> wanted Barry to turn himself in, though, and they all just run over him. When he comes out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's the... Like, you could have just gripped like, him they just ran over, like, Why didn't you just... There gri- was, like, 30 Well, of them. then you wouldn't have had two more episodes. That's why. Exactly. Yeah. Because you could have grabbed his ass right then and there. I mean, you what? can't involve common yeah. sense, like, in movies and TV shows, because no. if there was common sense, there wouldn't be any movies or TV well, shows. Well, you know what? We were watching a horror movie the other night, and right, I said the, the same right thing. Upstairs. Why can't we just have a horror right movie where the fucking shit makes sense for a change? What the fuck? Like, you can figure out ways to make it work but if I'm a yell don't go upstairs have the motherfucker not go right. upstairs right. run outside and like, have dude. another motherfucker grab you up outside you. or something where they can hear you press the button go, go that way <laughs> and he's like, what you say dog alright I got you alright you wanna say let's go out the front door like come on okay so uh, the Dominators they come out of the ship they all run away they run over Barry and we get our first look at the Dominators yep. which is sweet now they Barely didn't have yes. the red dot in the head but they had I, a red it was reddish. It was, it was reddish. like it was yep. like it was like Christmas color. They had a green mesh to red up mm. at the top of the head. But you did see the circles when they mind they control. But we'll get into that. Yeah. So the, uh, Lila comes with the Dominator message, showing um, flashing those guys that they say they're not here uh, to harm us. But if it, they're met with retaliation, then they are going to fuck us up. Is basically right. what the message said. Which I don't know what's messed up with Lila and Dig. Like, bitch, you can't call me and let me know what the fuck is <laughs> shit, going dude, on. Right? Shit. It's that government job you. shit. It's that, and you, you better see, call me when you're in trouble, simple motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, d- uh, Barry takes off to Star uh, Star City. He did, and he's he's recruiting. He's like, aliens are here. We're fucked. <laughs> he pissed. shows up. Uh, he he saves Oliver 
and Dig, Dig yep. from the Guardian because yeah. they're or not no not Guardian. Uh, oh, what, uh, what the name? fuck's his name? That's not uh, Prometheus. Mad Dog? No, 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 no. Not the Prometheus. The other guy no, with the... Uh, yeah, not Prometheus. Fuck is his name? Fuck. He's like, his name is not fucking important. Uh, anyway, that guy. <laughs> uh, so he saves him from that dude. And uh, and he's like, oh, we just had, we're about to have him. And he's like, actually, you're all about to die. Uh, but we have a bigger problem. Some aliens are here. And Thea comes out of the woodwork. And she's like... He's like, well, she's like, I'm in. And, I had and, some info, but. Yeah, I had some info, <laughs> but. Aliens. And Ollie's like, wait, I thought you were retired. Thea's like, yeah, but. Aliens, motherfuckers. aliens, you know. Aliens. <laughs> so, uh, and then uh, so Felicity drops a line like, oh, that's great. You guys are just going to hang out and go fight some aliens. Are, are you, you nuts? Crazy? They're aliens, yeah. and you are you. Like, they totally outnumber you. And then it's, oh, not if we get the legends and everybody else. Oh. So, in come the legends. Hey. Guys, uh, can I just ask, how the fuck did we get some of the legends? Everybody jumps off the ship any other time. This time is, hey, you need to stay on the ship because you, know, you, you might be still. Uh, he was still brand new. No, man, he was there. What are you ass, talking about? Not, not at first. Not at first. Not when, during the first challenge and shit they had to do. In the with. hangar? Uh, no, when they, yeah, when. They first got mind control. Steel was nowhere That's to be. That's fucking in the future. Yes, you're jumping ahead. I, God I, damn I, it, Norm. Jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead. <laughs> back, 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 back it up. We're not going to take everybody down with it. We're going to take some of you guys. You know? The alleged, the legends arrive at this at uh, at the hangar where apparently they were in a in a uh, of pre- pre- previous video. Fuck, a previous here. episode. <laughs> he goes, uh, Diggle's like, you know why I never did drugs. I was afraid I would see weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, which was I one of the that. greatest lines of the it entire really episode. Uh, <laughs> Legends show up. Earth 38 with Supergirl is proven. Everybody is together in this hangar. This is the first time we get to see everyone together. Love it. Which was amazing. But yes. now there's a, okay, who's going to be the leader? Now we have to figure out who's going to be the leader because Heat Wave and everybody else is like, we don't know who the boss is around here. Team up ever. Cisco pulls a bitch <laughs> yeah. move, goes Oliver. I vote for Oliver. And That's Ollie's like, funny. actually, it should be Barry. Yeah. Barry's the one that brought us all together. Okay. Barry has no fucking idea. Because uh, Oliver's like, so, natural um, leader. Right. That's why. Yeah. No shit. He's so, a mayor. No shit. He's a mayor. He's not just yeah. a vigilante. He leads the whole fucking city. Oliver's <laughs> fine ass is a bad motherfucker. Are we just supposed to pretend, pretend like we don't hear him? Yeah, because he's like, he's like, we should, uh, I guess we should um, I guess, uh, do a test Supergirl. run against Supergirl. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do that. We're yeah, going to do a test run yeah. against So sorry, uh, suit uh, up and look alive, everybody. <laughs> that was awesome. I love that. Uh, I love how the legends called them out on their shit at every fucking oh, turn. Every, like, oh, yeah. Who the fuck are right. you guys? The like, legends are like, we're a team. Like, you guys are the fucking, and you get better ratings than us? What? Shut up and take it. We get, uh, we finally get to, to fully hear, I think we might have heard it on one previous episode, but we get to hear it fully with Barry, Professor Stein. Um, mm-hmm. The message the, uh, from the future, from the future yeah. of from Barry, forty years in the future, mm-hmm. telling the legends that I fucked up the timeline. When you come back to this timeline, I can't be trusted. Nope, you know, like I, you know, he Barry went back and messed things up, and the oh, and the legends Barry. are like, wait a minute, you just went back uh-huh. and changed shit. 
And they're like, oh, and oh, we should have told them. We should have told them the repercussions. Like these and, guys have mastered yeah. going through in and out of time. And we didn't. And Barry just makes an emotional bitch decision to go back, and I'm going to shave my mom. And I can <laughs> say that was the first time that I actually grasped the gravity of him going back and creating Flashpoint. Because mm-hmm. before then, I was like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You and, know, Cisco's brother died. Whatever, it's a big deal. You know, Johnny but, has a son now, not a daughter. Not well, a daughter, you know, right? Even that was well, the that's biggest the thing deal. because now you start to see you the burden of Flashpoint but when he is said, increasing as this the point. From the future, uh, oh, I did this in the future, and blah blah. blah. I'm like, well, now, wait, and then also because of Flashpoint, again, or? we see what happens to fucking Professor Stein. Why yes. Stein's getting these flashes, yeah. and he's, we're thinking like, is something fucked up with I didn't Stein? Realize it was but yeah. why is it only him deal. though? Why is it only him that's having these memories forced into his brain? That's what you end up figuring there. They're memories that he doesn't know. Being forced into his brain yep. because now his timeline is different because we find out Professor Stein has a daughter. Yep. Thanks, Barry. You <laughs> fucked it up again. You took a daughter from Diggle and kid. you gave one to fucking, <laughs> fucking senile as fuck Professor She's Stein. She's like, hi, Dad. And he's like, huh? Yeah. And at, at least he put it along, though. And he was all like, I love oh, you of course, too? I love you, too. Uh, and then Caitlin's like, wait, <laughs> Professor Stein. We got to go now. He's like, I said we got to go, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't um, realize it was that big of a deal until they played the future message. Like, I, I, right? What at first I had to watch it again because the first time I was like, "Wait, did he go back in time a different time?" Because Flashpoint wasn't that big of a deal. Like, it was okay, but right. you know, I didn't realize the repercussions of it until I watched it again. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they're still talking about Flashpoint. Like, yeah, dude, damn, no, it's what it. The f- it fucks what the fuck did he do? It's going to be going across the whole season. I'm, I'm guaranteeing now. What the now. fuck did he do? But the fact that he fucked up, and he <laughs> had to like, it's like basically he had, this is like when you're 16 years old and you got to come and meet your family and tell everybody that you got the girl pregnant. Because he had to sit in front of everybody and, and be like, my cousin. I oh, fucked shit. up all your shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, he messed up everybody's life. Everybody's <laughs> life. And like, they're, they're, they're kind of mad at him, but then they're like, oh, but it, you know, it shit happens. But We're, it's my cousin. It, like, oh, just, damn. Wait, hey, dude, wait. just like Draco Malfoy said in the last book, he's like, he was like, I fucking have a problem with someone who thinks friendship is over justice. Yes. And you see this shit over and over because even. When they're like, all right, Barry and fucking uh, Ollie, you got, or no, Barry's like, I'm, I should stay here, blah, blah, blah. Ollie's like, you're going with us. We need well, you I'm right now. With you. Then he's yeah. like, then you're going to fight alone. So Ollie and Barry actually stay behind for mm-hmm. some fucking reason while the rest of the team goes to fight the Dominators. Guess what? Dominators are ready for these motherfuckers and mind control all Boom. of them. Turn all of them on their side. Boom. So now it's just Team Flaro. Versus the rest of them. <laughs> you I got like Ollie and Barry versus all the rest of them. Yeah. And they're like, holy shit, they got to fucking, they got to beat everybody. They got to beat. Not only everybody, but let's just take it in perspective. Against Supergirl, who just cleared beat out your shit title out of every, crew easily, repeatedly, repeatedly once. and who was repeatedly. smiling <laughs> like he's like, let's go again, and you she's just more? up there smiling, uh, not even, she's like, not even winning. Like, no chill, all night, all day. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? That was amazing. <laughs> um, anyway, Ollie and uh, Ollie and um, Barry end yep. up taking down the device that's got all of them under control. They're all like, which was good. They did a good job with that. This was great. This just. Jumping back for a second, this crossover in general, if this was released as a feature fucking film, dude, dude. 
This would be I right up there with the some of the greatest fucking movies of all time. It, is, it was phenomenal. I would have sat the whole like, time. Like, yes, it had its little, like, well, this wouldn't well, add up or this wouldn't be right. You know, you can push we'll your glasses up shit. and fucking tear apart anything. Was if you're a, if you're a fan of these things, yes. dude, get the fuck out of here. Was this was great. It was badass. Great. so good. Uh, Supergirl, like I said, she knows the Dominators, which is really fucking weird to me, man. Like, I want to jump back to that for a minute. I don't think she knows. I think she knows of the Dominators, Yeah, she didn't know them personally. She just knew they came to Krypton before she was a girl. I'm guessing that's from her family and Not all the worlds are that different. I think we're just bothered because we don't have a Supergirl. Well, I I need the backstory. I need the backstory. I think what it could also be establishing is that Krypton didn't get destroyed in the Arrowverse. Because Krypton getting yeah, destroyed, we don't know nothing about Krypton getting blown up is the reason why is the reason why Superman, Supergirl end up on Earth. So if they're not on Earth on their universe, the there's on? a good chance that something for that he line. never got. Or you just blew my fucking mind. Yeah, well, or there's a good chance that <laughs> that he has crash landed on Earth, but he's still only like ten. Oh, he could be that other Superman from uh, the oh shit. What was that? Not the Teen Titans, but the other. When he was real skinny and he hadn't quite absorbed the sun because they kept him locked up in the Red Sun vault. What movie or show was that? Please call in. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's two four eight, eight five seven five, nine. Thank you. Five two six zero. Oh, you help know answer what I'm talking about. Please. We'll look it up at break. Yeah, we'll I mean, look it up at break. They haven't eliminated the fact that Krypton exists or doesn't awesome exist. That would be. It was that, part of Cadmus, though, yeah. when they did that. It Can was, I just say, though, real quick, that part of Young Justice, out of all about. the shows, Heat Wave still remains my favorite he's character, hand-fucking-down. <laughs> the fact that he's like, <laughs> hey, I'm not girl. calling you super... Yeah, he's like, I'm not calling you Supergirl. That's stupid. She's like, where are you going to call me? Skirt. Skirt. <laughs> you know what? The Which makes sense, though. He's and so fucking awesome, the dude. He remains the best. She doesn't he watch this type of stuff. But the missus watch that part, that exchange between him and Supergirl yeah. and she laughed her ass off and I'm like oh now this no, shit is right, fucking right, funny right. and entertaining she was like that shit was fucking funny when yes. he caught her skirt I'm like great <laughs> that dude funny. it was so, it was yeah. fant- you know so fant- fantabulous episode <laughs> fantabulous episode yes. of The awesome. Flash uh, we, we finally got to see everybody together Ace. which plus, was plus, fucking plus. great he reminds me of Drax but I'm sure we'll tie into that later no, no tie oh, into yeah, it later yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. we'll tie into there's it later there's gotta be some kind of well, yeah. Yeah, well, you're right. right. Yeah. You know what? Let's take a break. We're going to take a break. Oops. We're right in the middle of in your face. Right in the middle of the DC <laughs> crossover. When we come back, we're going to touch on Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. And don't forget, we're still going to cover WWE's TLC. And we might even touch on Guardians of the Galaxy trailer that came out. Round when two, we come bitch. back on the Ninja Starship. <laughs> This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. Yeah, spread this on your sore ass plane. <laughs> We are back here, Jess. This is what I was telling you about. This what? is the banana oh. cream pie vape juice. Yeah, I'm gonna Ooh. get that shit, but with nicotine in it because I'm a smoker and I, I got a weed. I, I have it for when I for when I start drinking. Yeah. When I start drinking, I want a cigarette bad, and I was like, I would rather taste delicious banana cream pie <laughs> instead of Newport bacon flavor <laughs> is what it's called. Banana yeah. cream pie and dudes, that shit is delicious and it smells wonderful. Oh, uh, you still. 
Sometimes I get really drunk and then smoke, and the next day I just regret it. Like, I know, dude. That's the thing. Like, like you, you feel like it in your chest. Day, and like, and, oh man, all yeah. I can taste is cigarettes. <laughs> like, all right, listen. Like, I know everybody talking shit. Like, oh, you vape faggot. But like, listen, man. Like, this shit tastes wonderful. It smells way better than uh, cigarette smoke, and you're not killing yourself. Jimmy's, At least as bad. Jimmy's a proud <laughs> member of the vape life now. Uh, apparently, blowing clouds, brah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what they said. You know what? That's the only reason why people talk shit about people that vape. Because of the fact they're cloud that they're cloud like, chasers. Mm, let yeah. me just blow some fucking smoke clouds. Look at all this sweet cloud that I'm blowing, I'm bro. awesome. I love myself and my vape. <laughs> that's what makes it lame. So, but besides that's cool. Well, we pick up on Arrow where Flash uh, ends. At the end of Flash... Like a whole bunch of people get abducted. Yeah. They get abducted. Like you about to get into emotions right now. Yes. Yeah. And this dude, Arrow dude. was. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! Yep. This shit made me See cry. How the tone like down a on motherfucker. Your ass? Like, like this. This. Wow. Feelings. Um, did Kevin Smith direct this? No, he did the. Felt like the, the he did the Killer Frost. Feelings right inside. Yeah. Felt he hasn't like done he, Arrow. He won't, and I don't think he will shit. at least right now because there was something before with him where he said something online. Someone was like, "Would you ever?" This was before I, I think know. Flash even came out. Well, where it was yeah, like, "Would you ever direct stuff, uh, yeah. an episode?" Or would Kevin Smith ever direct an episode of Arrow? And I guess somebody from the Arrow team was like, "No." Oh, well, so, <laughs> Kevin, well, fuck you. Well, he Kevin would be Smith smart didn't start watching him. Arrow until Flash. Flash, Flash is he what got, brought he him got, into all He got into Flash, yeah. not Arrow. He. Yeah, there's someone who works in the court arrow team that has a little bad blood. Well, with this one hundred episode well, had all they the can feels. suck a dick because now he's all done Supergirl. The inside, he's, he, and he's done Flash he, twice. Legends is coming, and he's going to yeah. end up doing Arrow. But okay, uh, Mad Dog, we find out does not like Meta's at all. It's very apparent in this episode. He does not like Meta's. He doesn't want no help from Meta's. He thinks superpowers are evil because these people just show up with the power of gods wearing a mask and think that they make a better place, which they happen to do. But, you know, he he's he's kind of radical in his thinking. You know, he's he's very... Um, you know you what's going to have to happen? From him beforehand? Not really. I, I, I mean, he kind of mentions it a little bit, but it's not as apparent as this time. I think what's going to happen... Like, is whoa, where did that he's going to end up getting fucked up somehow and a metal's going to have to save him or whatever gotcha. and change his I don't opinion. Know what you call a racist it's going to be one of those American like, oh, history X. It's going to be one of those American history X scenes yep. with, you know, Edward Norton and the dude folding laundry and he makes him laugh about the pussy joke and then all of a sudden he doesn't <laughs> hate black people anymore. It's going to be the same type of thing. Uh, we, we open up and it, it's kind of, you know... You see Ollie running through the woods, but it's almost like um, reminiscent of the island. We're like, fuck. Yes, he's that's back what I on thought it was. Goddamn island, dude. <laughs> that's what I thought. For oh, the intro. But then he ends up he ends up running out right into the open, into right the into and the you, see, you see the mansion. Hey. We're back in the mansion, uh, and it, I swear to God, they used Felicity's voice. In the beginning, when he when he first said something, he's like, "Did you enjoy your run?" He's like, "Yeah, I told you about it in the shower." That was fucking Felicity's it voice. Wasn't. You hear first, then Laurel shows up, fr- and right then and there, you're like, "Oh God, yeah. Laurel, holy shit, Jimmy, we might have to kid. listen to that shit again." You know I'm telling you, go back, Ooh. man. Like they they do everything they can to make that the holy shit. It's Laurel. 
You know, like you're not like, did that sound like Laurel? No, that sounded like, at least to me, maybe I'm wrong. You know, if, if I'm wrong, call in 248-579-5260. If you heard any other voice than Felicity's at that moment, Uh-oh. let me know. Because it sounded like that just to enhance the fact that when Laurel walked around the corner, it was like, boom. Fucking Laurel Lance, right which we already knew it was face. going to be, but and that's fucking awesome. It was amazing, amazing. I, you know, I, I I love Katie Cassidy. Oh I love God. her in this we role. We missed you so much. Missed her so much, and she's and so believable. So her love for Ali is so, and I feel like I'm reporting on a soap opera right now. But her love for Ali is so apparent when they when she like grabs him by the face and kisses him. Oh, super, like, we've got a caller. Oh, we got. Oh, I'm Uh-oh. wrong. Here Who we go. Who is it? Who is it? Here caller, we go. go ahead. You're on the Ninja Starship. What's up, man? It's Campbell. Campbell! What up, What's Mike? going on? How you <laughs> doing, up, brother? Uh, you brought up my wife, Katie Cassidy. Yes, I did. I did. I did. Um, I did uh, for her. When, when, when Laurel shows up, or uh, coming around the uh, coming around the, the shower, before mm-hmm. she does, you hear her say, I'm almost positive, like, did you have a good run? Or she says something to where Ollie's like, I told you about it in the shower. Like uh-huh. that voice, dude. That to me sounded like Emily Beck Richards, not like Katie Cassidy. That sounded like Felicity. Really? And then Laurel comes around the corner, tying the towel around her, like, "How could I forget?" And you're just like instant. It was like the weirdest mix of emotions because I had the hardest yeah. boner, but at the same time, <laughs> I was crying my eyes out when I saw her. You know, it, it, it was it was a real like, mix of emotions my heart to see her back on the show because, like, the show misses her so much like you can oh, tell like the lack of energy that totally. everybody has if she's not around well, you know not what i mean that, but am i the only person that thought she wasn't really dead like it, it, is that just me like i thought she I wasn't thought, really dead. i thought she wasn't dead i thought she Thank was gonna you. come back dude i thought i was the only one man that would be amazing oh, yeah i definitely thought she like faked her death so yes yeah her dad wouldn't have anything to like be held over him anymore yes. and then at the end of the season she was going to come back but dude, they yes. didn't do that <laughs> Maybe she's somewhere on ice. I don't know. My boy, my own nah, she's, to she's, back, she's toast. She's dead. Oh. I'm, I'm, they need to bring her back though, because the show is nothing without her. Ratings, yeah, her. dude. It, it's 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 not it's not the same, man. Like it, I I, I get that they did it to kind of give Ollie that new push to to start killing motherfuckers again, which That's I'm right. all for. But like you said, man. At the same time, man, I'm like I'm really. Uh, I'm really, I don't know. I, I miss her. But, I really I mean, do. I miss there's, her. There's like, there's two things I really have a problem with. Is one, they completely ruined Felicity's character last season. They made her a complete bitch. So, yeah. in my Total opinion, bad. they should have killed her. Well, didn't yeah. the writer? Didn't the writer say like he totally stupid. regrets the whole fucking Oliver yeah. Felicity storyline? They completely ruined Good, her. He just yeah. And then, like, two, yeah. like they knew they made us hate her. It was forced. We hated her. Yes. Like and they know how how much they the fans hated killing off Laurel and then they did Flashpoint and they did nothing to fix that and that's what you're thinking. Yep. right. That's left true. her alive. The funny thing is though is the fans. If you go back, you look at message boards and articles when Laura first became Black Canary, the fans were pissed. Really? Yeah, they did not Why? like her as Black Canary. They wanted Sarah to be Black Canary. Sarah. Sarah. I loved they her did, as Black were, Canary. They you did guys not. Yeah, fuck it off. was. 
That's crazy. It took a while for the, which I think that's why they killed her off because they were still working on the information of all oh, the fans are mad at us for making her Black Canary because there was a lot of Black Canary. They did a good job by working Sarah. She should have been Black Canary from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they did a good job. Opinion. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the the whole making giving them that whole Sarah Lance and Laura Lance thing. It's just a weird. And thing. I just feel like let us on when they killed her off. Like, oh my God, I really love you, and it's like really. Well, I'm yeah. like, oh my God, let's make it happen, and then she's dead. I'm like. Wait, what the fuck just happened? Well, and you were hoping <laughs> that the they were going to be like, like oh, that yeah, super gonna, couple. She's going to be just fine. She'll make a full recovery. Right? Croaks for no reason. Oh, no reason. <laughs> so right on. Dumb. Well, real quick before we let you go, how did you feel about the Voice. crossover in a hole? As a minus whole. Supergirl. <laughs> minus As a Supergirl. Whole. Yeah, minus Supergirl. Minus Supergirl. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought they did a great job with the story. The CGI was great for the Dominators. All the fight scenes were awesome. Yeah, that was a hell of a um, alien Especially, fight. I think the Arrow episode was definitely the highlight, seeing all those old characters come back in that alternate dude, reality thing. Dude, you're so thing. right, dude. When, mm. I, when you see yeah. uh, 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 Moira, Queen, and uh, God, yes. what's his dad's name? Is it Robert? Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, dude, when you see them show up uh, again, it was just like, oh my god! Like we've invested, we've invested five fucking years into this goddamn <laughs> show. We've watched one hundred yeah. episodes of Arrow. One hundred episodes. Even realize it was that many, dude. Honestly, dude. and it's like when you see these, it's just like, holy shit! I have. It's like it's like. They were our parents that got fucking killed, and they just showed back up, you yeah. know. And we're just like, oh my god, seeing these people again. Um, like Ali, I just want you to be happy. Jumping, jumping ahead real fast though. While I got you on the line, uh, yep. The whole fucking Deathstroke shit, where Deathstroke shows up and that fu- whole fight. Mm-hmm. Like I, I dug, I dug everybody else. But I did not dig the Ali and Deathstroke fight because you could totally tell Manu Bennett did not reprise his role because right. that fucking Deathstroke. He didn't even speak. He, that's what I'm time. saying. Yep. The yep. whole time they're fighting, Deathstroke is talking shit. He is talking shit to Ali yep. the whole time. It just felt, yep. it fell, it really fell short. And holy fucking shit. Remember when we talked about Damien Dark? Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. That motherfucker with the weird head showed back up <laughs> in the fucking fight scene. It was the same stunt double. That Who the fuck plays Damien Dark, Michael? What's his name? Um, fuck, Neil McDonough. Yeah. Yep. That motherfucker does not do his own fight scenes. No. And it, I mean, oh, we no, thought he redeemed not. himself in the last one because it was filmed really well, the last fight he had. But no, they, they, they brought that dude in with that did, shitty Did you wig. guys catch the Chicago Med reference from uh, Merlin? Mm-mm. No. What do you say? When when they were at the wedding, the wedding uh like rehearsal dinner thing yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know the guy who plays Tommy left Arrow to for a lead role on Chicago Med. And uh, mm. somebody was like, where's Tommy? And Merlin was like, oh, he couldn't make it. The hospital's having him work three days a week, plus Chicago's oh, far away. No. I was like, oh, my God. No shit. The I totally missed that. The only one I caught that. was Brandon Routh with his, she looks like my cousin, yeah. which is, the internet is buzzing about it. Okay, she's not going to be in the, the show. It's not his cousin in, in this universe, so settle down. They just wanted to throw it in. And they said they've been wanting to throw it in for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they finally yeah. got a chance to, so... Settle down, everybody. <laughs> All right, Mike. Thanks for calling in, brother. Hey, hey, hold on before, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, before yeah. we let you go. Hey, what conventions are you going to next year so we can, you know, try and work something out? We can get a Mike Campbell on the mic live and in color, you know? Um, I really want to hit Lexington, but hey. I don't know if I'll be able to work that out. I'm still still working well, on it. 
Trying to um, get, get, get in touch with us because we'll we're be going to be announcing the cons we're going to within the next couple of weeks here. And Lexington is definitely okay. uh, on, on the, the board. All right, Mike. Yeah, thanks I'll, for calling I'll work in, out brother. I can, though, for sure. Thanks, cool. Dude. So, uh, Walter, uh, fucking Oliver Queen and uh, his dad are walking in this, uh, walking in the in the alley, and you know you get your you get your uh, Batman moment again Dude. with the mugger in the fucking alley, uh, and Oliver stands up and gets in his way, and you know oh, all of a sudden I came to meet the hero first, and <laughs> man, 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 this kind of sends Ali down the little we're not in the right hole. area, shit is fucked up. He starts figuring stuff out. Uh, we figure out John Diggle is the Green Arrow in this in this memory universe, the memory verse, whatever it is. Which is crazy. Uh, he kind of jumping forward a little bit. Green Arrow Oliver finds his way back into the fucking uh, limelight. Back into the in, okay, he finds his way back into into the green light. into the to the green light uh, the Arrow Cave here. But did you notice he goes down the alleyway? There is the entrance to this fucking. Supposed to be hidden super cave, <laughs> hidden super fucking room. Was that the entrance? The entrance is a giant white lit up sliding fucking doors. <laughs> like they open up into a room and then that fucking opens up. It's oh like God. you may as well have a fucking, you may as well have <laughs> yeah, Stewie Griffin's fucking big P little L for, or little, little P big L for place fucking right above that motherfucker. Okay. It looked like the entrance to a nightclub. Like he gets in there. Felicity doesn't know who he is. Holy shit. John Diggle comes down. Oliver calls him out. He's like, you're John Diggle. You were my bodyguard. You spent time in fucking uh, the military. So then all of a sudden, you go against every fucking superhero protocol. John Diggle shows his face, and you get the fucking lonesome cowboy speech of, yeah, spent some time overseas. (laughs) Things I was proud of, <laughs> you know, and it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, here. You use that voice more often. <laughs> that's, what it's, that's what it was. That's what it was, and it was like, get the fuck out of here, okay? So things fucking happen, and all of a sudden, you know, they they start figuring out that they got to work their way out of this. Which to me, it, it 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 was like a game where they had to work their way out. But the what really got me about this entire episode is. And we got to move on to Legends before we get out of time here. But the thing, summarizing in this episode, to me, the thing that was very emotional, the thing that was that touched me the most, at least, was when you see a guy named, or when you see a guy like Oliver Queen in this episode where the guy is constantly making the hard choice, always making the hard choice, he gets a chance, to, you get a chance to see what he would do with a second chance. And, like, he did not want to leave Laurel he wanted to stay there. He wanted to, to to just run away with her and be with her and and just start over all brand new because now he has a second fucking chance at doing this. Yeah. But he realizes that none of this is real and it's all fake and he has to make the hard fucking choice again and be the leader and walk away from what would normally be the, the, the perfect reality where everybody that they've lost is back. I mean, even Thea... Thea Queen wants to stay there, and I he mean, has to make the hard though? fucking choice again, That's though. Tough. And he's like, "Okay, he's like, if this is what you want," and he like he's like dying as he's hugging her, like to say goodbye to her, like, "Holy fuck, I have to leave her here." I honestly thought we were gonna lose her right there. I did too. I thought it was a wrap. I did too. Yeah. I thought it was a wrap for I her. I did too. But lo and behold, she shows up. Um, 
Ollie, really Ollie quick walks too. away. Like, I would expect you. Yeah, how, it was how, like at the last. You know what it was? Second. You know what it was? Like, don't, don't, you know what it was? It's like when you're a little kid at the theme park and you're like, "I'm not going home. I don't want to go home." Everybody, everybody's <laughs> right. like, "It's time to go," and then they're like, "Fine, stay." And they leave, and then you like, you might then, go on yeah, the ride yeah. one more time, and then when you're done, you're like. Wait, nobody's here. I got to get the fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> that was one of those moments. Right, or at least, you know, be that dude that, uh, I'm not going to come, I'm not going to come. All right, I came, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, at the no, last second, you know, lot. give us that, you know? Either that or you just, like, keep humping her with the softy, <laughs> like, I'm good. I'm good. I swear. I swear. I swear to God. I swear. I did not come. I swear. What's that mean? There's Thea. She's right there. Oh, damn. (laughs) And then she's like, you know what? Just get off me. This isn't worth it. (laughs) Um, All in all, an extremely heartfelt episode. Uh, Let's get into into Legends of Tomorrow. My notes at this point. My notes at this point stopped. Because right after I wrote down Lonesome Cowboy, John Diggle is a recipe for weed e-juice. So I, I immediately went from uh, taking notes to watching YouTube and figuring out how to make uh, weed-infused vapor juice. So you had officially fried your brain. From I TV officially fried my brain from TV. But in Legends of Tomorrow, uh, just going off memory here, no notes. So fuck that. Yeah. Uh, basically, what we got is I'm just going to talk about the alien fight. Man, we had an awesome fucking alien fight. Uh, we also get to see Cisco being a dick the whole time to Barry. Yeah, he gets oh put God. into a situation so where Dude. he's like, we're going to save this Dominator, and then the Dominators are just going to be okay with us future. in the future, and we can figure this out. So it. they save the fucking Dominator, fucking get back into their time. He oh, realized man, Cisco. Cisco fucks up the timeline. He's like, Ooh. all I wanted to do was make things better, and I end up making them worse. And now he realized oh what God. fucking Barry did. Oh but uh, what I will get, what I will give <laughs> Cisco, what I will give Cisco, it is not the fucking same. Barry went back for selfish fucking reasons. Cisco, what he did was for the greater fucking good of everybody, yeah, not to yeah, fucking right, benefit yeah. the fact that right. I have fucking parent issues because But the dead. reason why Barry didn't well, go back was because of unselfish reasons. I don't want right. to fucking some more. Right. So. Well, that, yeah, that, yeah. Well, he came back that. tried to, to fix it. That's when John yeah. Wesley Ship whips his ass out of the fucking speed force. He's like, we need to have some coffee. Put on your normal clothes. You're fucking shit up. <laughs> put your big boy pants yeah, on, Yeah, put Barry. your big boy pants on. God damn it. So, uh, Legends of Tomorrow is our conclusion of this fucking series, of this crossover. Absolutely epic fucking yeah. alien fight. It was one of the greatest alien fights ever. Um, it, you know, you, uh, touching back, you find out where fucking uh, that Ollie is like, listen, I need a sense of normalcy. Everything got fucked up. Supergirl, you need to stay here. Blah, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Ends up getting thrown off the fucking roof by an alien where he is going to die for sure. Who swoops in and saves his fucking Supergirl. ass? Supergirl. who Thea <laughs> drops, uh, you're more powerful than a locomotive. Do you remember that line? Yeah. yeah. I was like, yo, I'm like a locomotive? Hey, Supergirl's like, what all about that cheese. Nobody says fucking locomotive. That's from the back of Superman shit. That's what it was. Right, but it gets a nice try. That was Superman. Anyway, I never knew Supergirl was more powerful than a locomotive. Say train. Say train. fuck? It was a You're more powerful than a highly Superman magnetic Amtrak. Yeah. We'll take that. I took that. You're more powerful than the Hyperloop. You're more powerful than the Hyperloop. Yeah, right? Like, locomotive. <laughs> Why don't y'all fucking grab your fucking steam-powered engines and get up on the choo-choo? I'm in a ding-dang deal. Nobody says locomotive anymore. All the boys. Shit. <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, guys, oh. this this was a 100% fucking phenomenal crossover. Awesome. Um, I love how, you know, it 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 it, it closed a lot of things. Um, my one thing again is like the Cisco with these fucking just gadgets that he can just create all of a sudden. Like now he before crossing breaches and closing breaches was like the hardest fucking thing they ever did. All of a sudden now Cisco's so fucking smart that he's made the iPod of fucking interdimensional travel and gives it to fucking Kara. He's like, now whenever you need, you can just hit this button and show up where we are. And I also hooked up with some fucking uh, inter fucking dimensional uh, connections so we can just talk. So now they have Earth 38 to Earth 1 fucking walkie talkie system. They can be fucking chat buddies. And that's how they bring her into their universe. Again. Now she's just. Well, it makes sense, though, because instead of them having to. Rebuild all these characters on Earth One. Yeah, it's we can just go Earth One or Thirty Eight whenever we want. So right. Now they can have people jump in and out. Like it I get sense. he's smart, dude, and I get he worked with Harrison Wells, and I get it was Eobard Thawne really who had the future fucking knowledge of things. And yeah. I get, I get it, I get it. But to me, Cisco's so kind of a genius, though. He's kind of a genius. I mean, right. look at look but at look like, at Flashpoint like, when they went back, and Cisco was like, "Oh yeah, I own all this shit because I'm Jobs super insane." He was the Steve party. Jobs, yeah. right? right. I'll, I'll give you to that. Me. But to so, me, it just seems he is like that smart. he's like more ridiculous than Q from fucking James Bond. <laughs> Peter, you know, <laughs> Peter Parker does the same thing in, in uh, Spider Man. He's the constantly Spider-Man. like, "Oh, I gotta fight this villain." Oh, I need to invent this. I'm gonna go invent this one thing I need to defeat this villain. Yeah, that's yeah. True. you know. That's so true. It's, you're right. I don't know. I mean, I still love it. I still yeah. love it. I love this. As much as I talk shit about him and his dumbass gadgets, <laughs> I still like it. It's part of the show. I do like Cisco. Um, in the beginning, I really didn't, but I do now. Um, I like I, that he's not butthurt anymore. That was I kind like of that a he's not butthurt downer. too. Yeah, that was the like kind I of like downer, your happy like, like quick witted ass. Like let's go back to that and stop and sucking. I at thought life. that that was already fucking fixed at one point. No, it was until he found out that Barry killed his brother. By, by doing that, yeah, not just oh, you point, had a brother, and but no, it was right, because I right. Killed he didn't the tell him right. that, like, well, I mean, he didn't technically kill him, but he didn't say like, hey, by the way, your brother wasn't dead in the other original timeline before I right. jumped back, created this other timeline that killed his ass off. So, I mean, I'd be pissed too. At least you didn't gender swap your baby. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think we did a pretty good job covering the DC Hell crossover. Fuck yeah, we did. If you guys saw it, uh, please email the show. Let us know your Wait. thoughts. Ninjastarpod at gmail.com. Will, what's up? I have one last question for you guys. What? Now, do you want to see this to be a yearly thing or more like a Oh, I, I want it thing? annually. Absolutely. Every I year. think yeah, they're stupid if sure. they don't. Yeah. I think they're stupid if they don't. They yep. need to have this annually. Okay. When we come back. Tables, ladders, and chairs. WWE TLC is tonight. This is the unofficial pre-show for TLC. We're going to give you our predictions on what we think. We're not going to cover every match, but we just might. Uh, When we come back on the Ninja Starship. I've been all over the world. I don't compare myself to anybody. I'm the one and the only AJ Styles. This is who I am. I am a champion. And I will take on anyone and everyone, and I will knock them down. And I will retain this because I am a winner. After a 15-year career winning every title there was to win all around the world, you only got one more mountain to climb, and what do you do? You take the low road. You know, titles, they come and go, but what you did when you kicked me square in the jewels because you were getting your ass handed to you, you stole from me. From this moment forward, I promise 
to make your life miserable. I'm not just going to take back my title. I'm going to take it back with interest. You know, I can appreciate your little story, but let me remind you, that was in the past. We're in the future, kid. I am the face that runs the place. I am now the champ that runs the camp. I proved a long time ago that I'm more than just a joke, that I'm more than just a utility player. Because no matter how many guys came in and washed out or got themselves suspended or went to chase fantasy from some other sport, when the smoke clear, and at the end of the day, I'm the guy still standing here. I'm the backbone of this industry. I'm the king of this company. It's been that way for a long time now, and now the whole world knows it. Make no mistake about it. I'm better than the best in the world. I am the phenomenal AJ Styles. I'm coming after you. December 4th at the TLC pay-per-view. I'm going to use every table, every ladder, every chair in that arena, and I'm going to take my championship back. I am the elite. I am the greatest. I am the phenomenal AJ Styles. WWE's TLC starts in one hour, 33 minutes, and 38 seconds exactly from this fucking point, I'm looking at the countdown on WWE.com. I figured. <laughs> uh, starting this off, we're going to have Nikki Bella versus Carmella in a no disqualification match. They have had a beef going on for fucking weeks now on SmackDown. Um, I've been loving this just for Carmella. It's, it's giving her a showcase. It really is. Yeah. And I'm loving that she's mocking John Cena the whole time. She's mocking her. She's mocking Nikki Bella. She's knocking uh, fucking John Cena both. And she she's remaining, you know, uh, what is it, Princess of Staten Island? She's fabulous. She is fucking <laughs> fabulous, dude. Like, seriously, I love Carmella right now. Like, I love Carmella. Yeah. The only thing about this <laughs> match is, is on the heels of an epic no-DQ match on Raw. Yeah. So it's going to be hard for them to even come close to topping what Charlotte and Sasha oh, with Char- did. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. That It is so, going to be hard. So I but I think I, they can do it. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's going to be a great match. I kind of wish it wasn't a... Kendo stick to the pussy finisher? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I kind of wish it was something better than a no-DQ match. Something a little different, you know? Well... There's so many... Matches they could have chose from. Listen, WWE is not exactly doing the greatest right now with fucking match match selection. As yeah. far as Raw goes, period, SmackDown has definitely been killing them. So if Raw finally did one good thing with that fucking no disqualification match, I am that much more eager to see what SmackDown is going to do with it, considering that it's been the better show for the last fucking two months. Yeah, no, good. I'm just saying, I'm just, kinda, not I kind of wish that they left the, 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 the no DQ match for Raw. And given these two a different style matches that True. kind of shine in. True. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Heath Slater and... Friend of the show? <laughs> Ninja Starship alumni Rhino versus Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Um, I mean, I hate to see Rhino lose the belt, but I think is this Is this a championship match? This is for the belts? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because it just says SmackDown Tag Team Champions. It doesn't say title match, but I'm guessing it is. Yeah. I'm guessing it is. Uh, I don't want to see them lose it to the Wyatt family. Not at all. I want Rhino to remain champion. I want Rhino to be fucking WWE world champion by himself. Yeah. Um, 
But I'm digging that how he is with Slater right now. I think it's I think it's great. It's a good team. I think it is. And well, I'm digging. I am digging Randy Orton as part of the Wyatt family. Oh, I think it fits well for both guys. The Viper. He really you like yeah, him? On I there? like him. That it, it, it's, it's. I don't so know, good. man. I liked him better by himself. I fucking hate the Wyatt family. I don't want it. I liked Randy Orton before that. Like, don't get me wrong. I get what he does. I get the end of the, of the whole product. They just fucking did such horrible injustice to the Wyatt family so long. That's what I mean. They kind of they spent like a good year, year and a half destroying the Wyatt family. So yeah. I'm kind of excited to see they're starting to rebuild it. And I think having Orton part of it's good. I mean, I like Orton, but I feel like Orton's starting to get a little stale with what he's been That's doing. That's what I mean. He's it's gonna, it's gonna take something else. Orton's been kind of doing the same gimmick, same character for a few years now. So I yeah. think this is a good revamping of the two organizations. Norm's just in the corner he, smelling. I'm sorry. He's taking hits of the comic. <laughs> taking hits of the comic. He's like the special kid in the class with fucking highlighters blue. up his nose. He's in the yeah. corner smelling comic books. <laughs> No you're like you're like you're like the retarded Michael Keaton in Multiplicity. I'm so sorry. You're like pizza. The <laughs> <laughs> comic book. Uh, Kalisto versus Baron Corbin in a chairs match. Nobody gives a fuck. Yes. Uh, Intercontinental. That that's other. That that's the bathroom break. Uh, yeah. Roll a doobie match. Um, Intercontinental champion The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler in a ladder match. This is for the Intercontinental this Championship. Be good. This is going to be very good. This this could be match of the night potentially. I believe so. It, it could be one of those matches that steals the show. Well, dude, Ziggler fucking wrestles with such heart, bro. Yes. Like that motherfucker, he's amazing, amazing, he's, amazing. He's, he's probably the best worker in the roster. True, and I want I want to see him take the belt back, and I want to see him fucking carry it for a while. Yeah, I don't want to see them keep doing what they're doing to him and just using him to put guys over or using him to fucking. You know, uh, just cause a little bit of something for the Miz. Like I want to see him have that goddamn belt, and for a while, like, dude, I love the Miz. The Miz has done great, absolutely great. Has cut one of the best fucking promos I've seen in the last fucking ten fucking years in professional wrestling. Okay, being Intercontinental Champion on Talking Smack, one of the greatest promos of all fucking time. Okay. The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. I just, I, I just want to see Dolph Ziggler get his. I think it's time for him to be in the fucking light. That's all I'm saying. It's time for him to be in the light and for a while. Let him be champion for a while. Give him two, three pay per views as champion. You know, I mean, he deserves it at this point. How many cricket wirelesses has he fucking showed up at? Yeah, I, got, I feel like um, you could try to maybe do. Like do an angle too with the Miz, where like he's like cut some weight and have him wrestle for the cruiserweight belt. Like I think I think doing something like that with the Miz, would be good. Like, ah, like, I don't need to see the Miz. I don't like that. I don't need to see the Miz go after the IC belt again. No, have him go after the world belt. Yeah, I mean they're, they're probably not gonna do that with him anytime soon, just because of the the roster on on SmackDown. Well, they fucking sure put Roman Reigns from fucking world champion to United States. They were like, you're not going to go without a belt, Roman. Don't worry. Yeah. Fucking Papa Vince is going to take care of you, buddy. Don't you worry. You're going to yeah, have a belt. The Miz was at one point their guy. and then Fuck stuff, Roman Reigns. And then That's some stuff saying. happened. I mean, at one point, the Miz was when he was world champion for him. He was a very active world champion. He He's the was, fucking man, dude. dude the they, Miz they, they, rules, he did, like, bro. like every single talk show when he won the belt. He is fucking great, dude. Yeah. He really is. He's a great Great fucking worker. 100%. It's almost like he uh, rules the road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch 
versus Alexa Blitz Blitz <laughs> versus Alexa Bliss in a tables match. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I love Alexa Bliss. I love everything and about Becky. her. Not only is she fucking fine as fuck, but she comes out with that attitude that you just want to fuck out of her. You know what I'm saying? Like, she comes out just looking like I am the top ten bitch. Everybody else is beneath me, and it's so fucking hot. Like, I love her. I love, And she's a great fucking worker. She's awesome in the fucking ring. And I think that she's going to give Becky Lynch a hell of a match tonight. I don't think it's going to be – it ain't going to be no squash match. This is going to be a real good, match. Yeah. It's going to be good. The only thing I'm bummed about is that this isn't a TLC match. It's not a – oh, well, it's tables. Uh, yeah, but give me – I just want to see a TLC match with them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd like, like, to see, I'd like to see oh. some ladders involved. I really, And you never know, it could be. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there might be a ladder too, but it's just kind of like you gave us three Hell in a Cell matches. Mm-hmm. Give us at least two TLC matches, you know? Yeah, no, I give you. I give you. I just, um, you know, I, I, want, I, I like seeing the underdog. Right now, Alexa Bliss is the underdog. Yeah. She's coming hardcore for that fucking title. Is she going to get it? No. No. They're not going to let uh, Becky lose it now. No. Uh, no. Who has Becky defended it against? Uh, but, yeah, but... I mean, come you, on. You Tell have, me one wrestler she's have, fucking defended her title against. You have you have her lose the belt now, and then you can have the rematch. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't I don't know. You need, you need the rematch of the Rumble. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I hope I am. I hope I'm fu- if I'm fucking wrong, Will, I will buy you your own fucking pizza next week. I swear to God, right from Domino's, guaranteed. Well, I mean, Whatever you want, buddy. But I mean, just look at what they're doing on, on Raw, whether it's every other week, Sasha and and uh, Charlotte yeah, trade but the belts. Raw needs that because they're not doing anything else worth a fuck besides Enzo and Cass. Yeah, that's it. Just saying, I'm wearing my certified G Christmas sweater right now. I'm wearing my booty shirt. <laughs> they make sure I ain't booty. Just make sure you ain't booty. Uh, did you see that they had the fucking Bootyo cereal at Fye in the mall? I know I can't, bro. I'm going I, I to know, buy one of them. I know boxes. there's an Fye that around here. It's at Lakeside it's just, Mall. I'm, not, I'm from Ann Arbor. And oh so yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. this area. No, so I like, get you. I get you. People keep posting pictures. I'm like, I know there's an Fye somewhere. Yeah. I was um. No, it's it's at, it's M59 Hill Road. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Anyway, I'll yeah. take you there. We'll was, go there. I'll buy you. A some. few months ago, I was driving down to Kentucky to visit my family. Yeah. And we were driving through Dayton, and the Dayton Mall used to have an FYE. Yeah. And so I got like, I was like, dude, we're stopping. I'm getting my booty. Well, they're like one of the last remaining fucking like yeah. And so, music and so like, stores I out called there. the number to make sure they had them in stock, and the FYE closed. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like they're going, they are, dude. It's hard to stay alive yeah. for that kind of industry right now. You know, everything's digital download, dude. December first, I was in the mall doing Christmas shopping with Nikki. Nobody was in that motherfucker, yeah. but it was also Cyber Week. But nobody was in that mall, dude. I mean, it was fuck. You could like you walk out of J.C. Penney into the mall, and it was yeah. <laughs> well, even now, like you go to Fye, like most of them, they're they're a little bit of CDs and DVDs, but mainly collectibles now. Oh, it was a lot of collectibles. Yeah. They had a shit ton of pops. They had uh, the Bootyo stuff. That you know what they even had? They had the fucking Slam Crate, WWE Slam Crate, the first one. So you didn't even have to order it. You could go there and buy the motherfucker. I was like, that pissed me off because I was well, like, they, they bullshit. Probably... If you didn't fucking put in time when you were supposed to, you shouldn't you be able get to get it. That's what made that fucking double eagle pin that I have on my backpack fucking it's worth, worth it all because you got the first. They probably have a bunch of crates left over and FYE just came and bought them all. <laughs> probably. 
hey, whatever. I'm going to go get me another one so I have two of these pins. There you go. Uh, and then our, our fucking our highlight match, main event, ladies and gentlemen, the main event, AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose for the tables, ladders, and chairs match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. This match should be insane. Do you think we're going to have any interference from Ellsworth? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I love that he blew up. I yes. think that's fucking awesome. Dude, honestly, oh. for him, I am so happy for dude. him. This is a dude that has his own fucking wrestling promotion that just eats, breathes, and sleeps. What the fuck? Eats, breathes, <laughs> and sleeps fucking wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And he just, on a whim... Fucking applied online and then boom. And he's fucking James Ellsworth. He's a full signed fucking superstar to WWE SmackDown. This guy is like, oh, sorry, I put the thing on the mic. This guy is fucking just he's he's on top of the world right now. I'm so happy for him. Yeah, and then no longer like like all right, so maybe his run WB's only like a couple months more or whatever. But still, he will then be able to go and work the indies. For years off of this time, just off of this, and making more His money than he was currently making. And, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. and he just loves to do it. Like he wasn't necessarily doing it to try to become the top guy, which is awesome, right? And and the things he's doing is working well, and the fans love him. It, it's it's great. It, it shows that, that they're still like willing to take chances and, and listen to the fans and do stuff like that. That's true. I'll give you that, man. I, uh, you know, I just like I like seeing. A guy just get thrown into the mix of, I mean, he's, he was nobody, nobody would. And I love how fucking JR is constantly talking shit. Like every time he shows up, he's just like, this is disgusting. Like every time anything to do with him, just talking shit about him. Like this freak of nature. It's fucking wonderful. Really? Um, I, 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 as far as the actual match though, the AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose match, um, I'm an AJ Styles mark. I want I want AJ to keep it. I really do. He is my favorite fucking wrestler in the entire company out of all three fucking things. NXT, Raw, SmackDown. AJ Styles to me is the fucking top worker in the entire company. Now I know NXT and the other two are separate, but I'm sorry, man. That motherfucker has the talent. He has the presence. This guy should be champion for a long fucking time. If not, he is going to be a top superstar. For a long fucking time in WWE, not just New Japan, where he was like the ultimate. He brought that here, and he's the same. He's fucking huge, absolutely huge. Well, and Dean Ambrose is great, dude. But like, I want to see him fight a little bit more about yeah. this. I, I want to keep the feud going. It's good. Well, it's good too because they're, they're slowly. They've been slowly kind of letting um, Ambrose be more the hardcore guy he was. Yeah. Because in the Indies, man, he worked Combat Zone Wrestling for a while, and that's like hardcore promotion. You know, he's done some pretty. You look at some of the YouTube videos of his younger stuff; he's done some pretty crazy shit. Hell yeah! And so the fact that they're letting him now do some of these more hardcore matches, like I think the night will be a phenomenal match with those guys, and we're gonna see some awesome spots with chairs, with the ladders, you know, with the tables. Like it, it's going to live up to its matches. I, I feel like this could go down in history as one of the best TLC matches. I will agree with you. I, uh, I I'm I'm very much so looking forward to this. Very 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 much so. Um, I'm we're gonna be late, of course, because when we leave here, we're going to XICW at the Imperial House. Yeah. Uh, which, Hard, hardcore for heart tonight. Hardcore for a, is it for a heart? Hardcore for a heart. 
It's either for or with. Uh, I think it's hardcore with a heart. Okay. And it, it's a charity show, so if you bring cans of food, you can get in for just having five cans of food or $5. It's yeah. all to charity. So and that's going on until 830, 8.30 tonight. Yeah. So we're showing up for like the last hour and a half, but we're still we're going to be there. Yeah. I mean, we got to support those guys. So one hour, 18 minutes, and 55 seconds. Plant your asses in front of the WWE Network and watch TLC. You're going to see all the matches that we just talked about. Real quick before we get out of here, James Gunn released the Guardians of the Galaxy 2 teaser trailer. Yes, the, the hell second he did. one. Yes, the <laughs> hell he did. Uh, I loved everything that I saw. I love the baby Groot. I love that baby Groot is still a badass. He's still a badass. But it was that whole setup where he's like, whatever you do. Don't touch this button or we all die. And that little group would just, you know, like that was, that was fucking I, I so am good. No. Yeah. He's like, I am Groot. Touch this button. He's like, no. I love the, uh, I love the trail. I'm so excited for this movie, but I do feel Please, like yeah. they were just like some marketing exaggerated for like, like we have two notes for you for this movie. You need to tweak the uniform so we can have more action, new action figures yeah. and baby Groot the whole time. Dude, Honestly, it was it was seriously. If didn't have Groot, I wouldn't go watch it. Groot, dude, so it was pissed. it was fucking baby Groot, heavily baked in sequelitis. Okay, yeah. it's gonna be heavy. You already just from the trailer, you can see there is sequelitis <laughs> all over this motherfucker. Of course, it's bigger and better, but it has to be. And as much as I do. The first one is 100% hands down my most favorite Marvel movie Same out here. of all of them. Out Same of all here. of them. It's that fucking good, though, dude. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and I love, too, that, like, unlike all these other Marvel movies where they try so hard, like, Doctor Strange, like, we're, we're the Avengers of, of magic or whatever. You know what I mean? Oh, like, whatever. Like, this is like. That movie was so basic as it, fuck. They keep that first movie. No references to the other Marvel movies. Which yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, it's it's it stands alone by itself. The most, Outside the of most the fucking you get the Infinity it, Stone. It, it, it's the Infinity Stone yep. and the little post credit scene. So that's it. Yep. Like it's it's it, and, and I think this one's gonna be the same way. That it, I mean, they're obviously Guardians of the Galaxy are gonna be brought into the fold come Infinity Wars. Yeah. But I feel like this one's not gonna have a huge like Avengers in your face. That's one of the things I love about this franchise. I do too, man. I Listen, I'm in regardless. I'm going to be there yeah. premiere night 100%. We should all go. Yes. Really, we should. Yeah, Facebook sure. Live. Facebook Live over, over there. I'm yeah. Facebook you want to go with us, Jess? Will you show up with I us? I promise you, I am down. Okay, good. We promise. Facebook Live because, you know, everybody as hears. As long as I'm not working, I'm down. Everybody yeah. hears the hot chick's voice on our show, and then they're all like, hey. Hey, we, we don't like see no guys, tits. We can never see your tits. tits. There's no tits. Like, when we come see listen, you guys. We, see, we hear her. We know she's there. We have tits. We promise. They show up. They're like, where's Jess at? Where's Jess at? Yeah, that's the number one question I get asked at All the time. Where's Jess? Where's Jess? Is Jess coming today? We're just going to make like shirts with big tits on them that say Jess and sell those. <laughs> we make so much money. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, Every Sunday at 5 p.m. Yes. You can catch us live. Please check out the website, www.ninjastarpot.com. You can make sure to email the show, ninjastarpot at gmail.com. Leave some fucking iTunes reviews if you're subscribing to us on iTunes. We love that kind of stuff. Until next week. Okay, that's a show. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight. 
your source for the best and weirdest highlights in pop culture, sports, entertainment, and America. Visit NinjaStarPod.com to email the show. NinjaStarPod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Available on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast listening app. If you listen on iTunes, make sure to click subscribe. So you never miss an episode. And make sure to leave an iTunes review, because we love hearing from you. Yes, all of you. This show is a proud member of the Podcast Detroit Network, the Points of Interest Podcast Network, the Wicked Radio Network, and the Tangent Bound Network. All episodes are sponsored by the Falling Down Beer Company, Source Point Press, and TMNT Box. Go to NinjaStarPod.com for more information on killer deals from our sponsors.